Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. What's the lyrics? Which one? The opening what? line? Uh, what I've got, you've got to give it to your mama. What does that mean? Uh, what I've got, got to give... I, I don't know, I've got what I've got, what I'm packing, I guess. I'm what packing. I've got, you've got to give it to your mama. Yeah. And then what I've got, you've got to give it to your papa. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's going to fuck anyone. And then what's the next line? Got to give it to your daughter. Woo! And then you do a little dance and you drink a little water. <laughs> do you think he struggled for a rhyme on the end of that? I think so. Give it to your daughter. Flaughter, uh, horter, shorter, quarter, lorter, mortar, naughter, yeah. torter. I like. To, I crush my pepper with a pestle and mortar. Yeah. No, that doesn't. That doesn't quite. He kicks it up a notch, Kiedis. What I've got, you've got to get it. Put it in you. Oh. What I've got, you've penis. got to get it. Put it in penis. you. What I've got, you've got to get it. Put it in you. Penis. Reeling with the feeling. Don't stop. Continue. Continue with the penis. I think so. Yeah. Realize I don't want to be a miser. You're not. Confide with Sly, you'll be the wiser. Don't really I think know. that means Sly and the family stone, maybe. Yeah. Because they were funky. Young blood is the love and upriser. Oh, oh, that means uh, erection, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, how come everybody want to keep it like the Kaiser? Chiefs. Oh. that's what, They were a big fan of the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. In 90, when, when they were 12. Yep. <laughs> they, he's a very stream of consciousness lyricist, isn't he? It's almost like in the rehearsal room, they get a groove going. Like It's almost as if they do heroin. It's almost as if they're smacked off their tits when they write. It's almost as if that is the case. It's, there is an element of like, they're in a room and they're playing this funky group. Yeah. And he just goes... And they go, yeah, cool, now write some words. He's like, ah, oh, f- can I just do that? Yeah. No, but then, then one day they're like, listen, Anthony, just here's an atlas, here's a map, here's a map of America. You can just, when you're, when you're dry, when, you, when you're out of ideas, just shout out a place. Every Chili Peppers song. <laughs> I know a girl from Alabama. Yeah, yeah, great. She's got a bra in California. Hold on, Anthony. Good. Every time I miss, she goes down to Utah. Little yep. Salt Lake City and my favorite push-up bra. Now we're cooking. The Atlas. And then he goes on the last chorus. He's like, uh, I, I don't think this chorus should go. 
that life is beautiful around the world. I think really what I should do on this chorus is go. I know, I know for sure. Couldn't get away with that now, could you? No. That's when you know you've really made it, where you can just, you don't really need to have any lyrics anymore, just noises. I like the under the bridge, you know, that's nice. What's Sometimes up? I feel like don't have a An acoustic favourite to every house party to Oh get. man, there's always some guy in the summer, isn't there? With his guitar. With and his dreads and his shirt off. Probably with, with a tie. his boxers coming <laughs> above the, the trousers. Tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> You know, he's like he's got at least one garment made of hemp, uh, yeah. and he's is just kind of Stop. talking about. Yeah, he finishes the song and goes, "Who wants to yeah. buy a hacky sack?" Yeah, hey guys, let me tell you about how I got chlamydia in Goa. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? Um, uh, the one where he goes gorilla, like no. Rick Rubin famously like produced a lot of their records, right? Right, I don't know. Yeah, you know who Rick Rubin is? I know what a Rubin sandwich is. No, that's a different thing. It's nice, I like Rubin sandwich. Um, <laughs> Rick Rubin is a record producer who made his name with the Beastie Boys. Right. He's a world-famous producer. Right. And has since done, he did all of Dell's records. Okay. He did, you know when Johnny Cash did those songbook albums? I mm-hmm. heard myself, oh, yeah. there's a man. That one, coming yeah. around. That one. Yeah. That era. You know, like right before he died. Mm. He reinvented himself as like the king, or or took back his his sort of crown as this dark country king. Mm. And uh, Rick Rubin kind of was the driving force behind that. He's an amazing producer, mm-hmm. and he produced Californication, Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic, Hispanic. What was that album called? Well, John? Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic, Sleepover, Marshmallow. Yeah. I don't, mm. Whatever it's called. Yeah, and uh, he. Um, yeah, he made that record. And on Californication, I'm always curious just to, in the studio, where... Let me find the lyrics. Hang on, Theresa May is making her announcement. What's the announcement? I don't know. You do that, I'll yeah. get these Chili Peppers lyrics up. Is she retiring? She hasn't done it yet, has she? I think she might have... I mean, this is breaking news for us. By the yeah. time you hear it tomorrow, it will be old hat. Yeah, yeah. Just let's keep it... Turn the volume yeah. off and let's keep it on the screen up. Yeah. Is she going to declare war? Here we go. There we go. Sorry, yeah. Is she declaring war? I don't know, but she's um, about to make an, uh, an announcement uh, any t- any second now. So we've got a, a live feed from Downing Street. Cool. Who says this show isn't topical? On, on, on topic and on the moment. I wonder what Theresa May is going to say. Uh, maybe she's going to say that she looks like Danny DeVito's The Penguin from Batman Returns. I think she's going to... Talk about how many people think she bears resemblance, and that's not, in fact, not the case. In fact, you know, um, I think maybe she's going to talk about how she's an unelected official who hates gays. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's going to announce an, uh, call an election. Maybe she doesn't like healthcare reform. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she's going to finally admit that. Maybe she just did is doing this because she can. Yeah. Maybe she's going to go. I'm terribly sorry. Brexit was a mistake. Then yeah. get out a revolver and just. Go, hey guys, just calling press conference. Say I watched the Ace Ventura and Ace Ventura when Nature Calls on Gold at the mm. weekend, and I have mm. to say, I really don't think the sequel stands up compared to the original. Yeah. Maybe she's going to say I uh, I had a bath last night and uh, I realised it was all an error. Everything I've done up to this moment. <laughs> Can anyone help me with this? Um. All right. So, <laughs> get on top by the Chili Peppers. Right. Right. Get on top by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm I'm intrigued with uh, um, 
Rick Rubin as the producer as to at what point so when you put out an album yeah. you know you write the song you rehearse the song you demo the song mm -hmm. you record the song the label hears the song the don't, managers hear like the song it. the A&Rs like critique it they say this song's a single this song's not a single they start thinking about the campaign they put the marketing campaign together they fight. They put the album out and then you do promo I mean it's a huge campaign right uh, especially in the 90s when the Chili Peppers when the Chili Peppers putting out an album was a big deal it was mm. the first one in a long time yeah original guitarists to come back into the mix yeah it's when people bought music yeah back when people actually bought music and at no point during this uh, this process did Rick Rubin sit down Anthony Kiedis and go can we just talk about the lyrics to get on top so uh, yeah Rick well, what's the problem he goes mm. well it says here Gorilla <laughs> Cunt Illa Sammy D and Salmonella, mm -hmm. come with me, because I'm an ass killer. You're ill, but I'm iller. Right. I'm a linger on your block. Give the finger to a cop. Pick a lock before I knock. Finger to a clop? Like clip clop? No, that... no, no. Give the finger to a cop. Oh, oh right, okay. Like a, a policeman, a pig. Right, because he's, he's so damn cool. The bacon, right. you know, the pork. Right. Give the finger to a pig, man. All I got from his lyrics is that he's an ass killer. Which presumably means he 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 slays ass. ass. He gets a lot of he gets ass. a lot of ass. Yeah, and women like him. What's the other one that he had? Um, uh, to finger paint is not a sin. I put my middle finger in. Your monthly blood is what I win. That's a song called Purple Stain by the Chili Peppers. Really? That's on Californication. So, oh, really? So it's about fingering a woman who's um. Yes, it is. Yeah. To be explicit. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Chilies. <laughs> Thanks, Kiedis. <laughs> I like aeroplane. I like this aeroplane and music is my aeroplane. Yeah. It's my aeroplane. Yeah. That's when uh, the John Fashante wasn't in the band. Right. And they had uh, uh, Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction okay. join the band. Right, right. And the, the music changed yeah. dramatically. Really? Yeah. Oh. But that's a good song. It's that's good from song. One Hot Minute. I One believe. Hot Minute, yeah. Yeah, it, it pe they peaked with blood sugar sex magic. Then it kind of Californication was a bit. I liked Californication, that one. Bit too much. Oh, bit too much that. Hello, and welcome to the Excitable Boy Podcast for Wednesday, the nineteenth of April in the year two thousand and seventeen. We are coming to you almost live as almost, we wait yeah. for Theresa May to give a speech from Ten Downing Street. Yeah, our Prime Minister, our leader. Yeah. And what a and what a leader she is! It's some kind of announcement. What do you think it's going to be? I don't know, but I think at the moment we've got a live feed on on number ten, just the door, and lots of press people are kind of rushing around the foreground of the shot. And uh, I just wonder what she's doing right behind that door right now. You never see the the movers, do you, for Ten Downing Street? You never see them bringing in, you know, what a sofa, you know, like a, a perspex box of all of her kids' shit drawings, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you know? no. You, no, never, you, you never see the all, all of her like A level art media studies stuff that she didn't want to throw away. Yeah, you know, or the record collection. No, or in Theresa May's case, probably you know, the guns. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of crucifixes. Yeah, because she loves God. She does love JC. She loves God, doesn't she? It's the first Which prime minister we've had in a long time. Is really like well, all of them are kind pro of God. Well, all of them kind of make some gesture towards it don't they yeah but she's like really like Blair Blair thought God was telling him to invade Iraq <laughs> did he really <laughs> no George Bush did but um, oh hello here she comes oh, okay here here's go. the fuzz okay police oh, no, oh, no. policeman there's a policeman hang on let's just turn it up a sec okay no 
No, he's gone. Okay. No, anyway, back well, to there show. you go. No, that, that's as exciting as it gets. Maybe it there's going to be. It reminds me a bit of. Do you remember, like, when any of the royals have a baby? <laughs> you can tell, like, they basically because it takes forever to to have a child. So, what was the last baby they had? Uh, I don't even know. Like, is it um, a boy? Did they have William another boy? had another kid? Lionald Theobald called, called Theobald or, or Alfred or something yeah. anyway so all the reporters go to this hospital I think the last time it was like really really hot sweltering hot and the reporters <laughs> have nothing to say there's like on all royal occasions like you, you the the biggest pleasure to be derived from it is hearing um, commentators and, and journalists vamp yeah forever. oh my god Just, and of course there goes the carriage now coming down the mall as is tradition we're waiting here now for Will and Kate to present their newborn child. Mm-hmm. Kate, obviously, uh, her, you know, going to be in a terrible state, having just yes. given birth. But mm. there are probably many people back there, literally throwing makeup on her face, mm. stitching up her body, her her, bro- her her wounded body parts. Yes. After the terrible ordeal of childbirth, she's about to come out here looking absolutely fine and wave to you before she goes in a room and cries. Here comes William in his own inimitable way. Walking as cool. he does. I mean, what do you think about that, Josh? The way William's walking now. What do, what does that give us in terms of his internal emotional state? Do you think he's feeling nervous right now? When Will and Kate got married, <laughs> they drove from the wedding to right. the, uh, the, I guess, the reception. I don't know, but they right. drove down the Mall, mm. and there was um, pl- soldiers running mm. alongside their car, yeah. and they had a, an army convoy. Yeah. motorbikes and police cars either side of them yeah. and a helicopter overhead yeah. and they go through in this soft top like triumph and they drive from one place up the mall to the other place hmm. and the commentator just went look at them out on a drive just like any any normal couple yeah 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 just right. any normal couple with a mass military following I think they should give an honest royal commentary like here's Kate wondering if she made the right decision in marrying in <laughs> There's Kate to the royal family, wondering if she she's could have a- had a normal life. Yeah, she could be sat at home right now watching Netflix, <laughs> Facebooking about the next series yeah. of Stranger Things. But yes. instead, she nope. stood on this balcony. Um, okay, so what's Theresa May going to do? Maybe it's a maybe. There's going to be a uh, a coop, a, coup, a military, military coup. coup. It's called coup. Coop, military coup. No, it's a chicken coup. No, and a military coup. No, it's a military coup. Which I'll be honest with you, sounds fucking cute. It does, isn't it? A military coup. They should give it another name. Cool. Like it should be called a, a fuck a, a, a military, military bloodbath. Yeah, 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 yeah. A military hostile takeover. Coup sounds a bit, you know. Hello. Cool, 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 cool. What's oh, going so on? Cool. What's what's happening now? Just, oh, don't worry. It's just a little coup. Everybody got their guns loaded. That's it, coup guys. Yeah. Come on. Okay, who's got the grenades? <laughs> who's got, who's the grenades? got the grenades? <laughs> who's got the guns, guys? Okay, okay. I've got an AK forty-seven. Time for the coup. <laughs> Um, how was everyone's Easter? How was your Easter? Yeah, becoming the 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 return of Jesus. Well, he's gone now, isn't he? Christ. No, he's back. No, he came back on Monday, yesterday. Really? I thought he then he rises. On the third day, he rose again. Right from and sitteth upon the right hand of God. No, wait, that's the third day he's arisen. No, he was f- killed on the Friday. Which yeah. is, why is it called Good Friday? Um, I I don't know because it couldn't have been good. I don't know. Now, I was reading the other day that one of the Gospels doesn't even mention, like, the resurrection at all. 
And that was like one of the earlier historical kind of gospels. And in fact, the resurrection was probably something that was kind of added and developed as people retold the story later on. Yeah. And oh, here she comes. Oh, here's here's here Theresa May. How do I turn the volume here up? Here she is. Uh, here we go. I have just chaired a meeting of the cabinet. Oh. Where we agreed that the government should call a general election on the 8th of June. 8th of June. I've also explained the reasons for that decision. Okay, come on, Theresa. Is it because you suck at your job? Wow. And you gave none of that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Ooh. Oh, I, Jesus. That sounds like a Batman villain. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a Batman villain. <laughs> well... I mean, the rest is rhetoric, right? So we can stop that now. She's called the general election. All right, let's. Should we just stop this now? Okay. Well, that's kind of a good move for them, I guess. Uh, so there we go. General, uh, general election. Yeah, not a specific one. A general one. Just general. General. Who's going to lead? So is it going to be her versus Corbyn? Yeah, basically. Oh, but she's going to win that. Yeah, I know. That's why they called it. They called it. Went well. Labour extraordinarily weak at the moment, and they're divided. So you know, let's. Let's get Take advantage of that. What you do is, what are you going to do, Teresa? They probably planned it ages in advance. They probably went to Teresa. Teresa, take it, take it in the arse and the neck. Do the Brexit thing. We'll look after you, and then we're gonna, we're gonna get rid of you because you're bad blood, and then we'll just you know, get a new one in. <laughs> do you know what I mean? She probably was carrying the can until Brexit happened. Well, you think she's the, the full guy? Was, yeah. Well, no, she probably was like, well, let's get Brexit done. You take you you jump on you know you fall on the grenade, and then we'll just wipe the slate clean and start from there. Give you a big pension. Yeah, mm. I mean we'll just go on from there. Do you know what I mean? So oh. now no one can go. You know the new guy coming in can't be blamed fully. I will literally <laughs> won't vote. Be tarnished I would vote for a, I would vote for an old mop. Right over Theresa May. I would vote for a plank of wood. Mm. I would vote for a Cadbury's cream egg. <laughs> over Theresa May if my choice of running the country was a half-eaten semi-melted Cadbury's cream yeah. I would vote for I would love to see a Cadbury's that, cream egg that congealed jellied bit of mayonnaise at the top of the jar right over Theresa fucking May <laughs> and this, I'm not being I'm not being political here right I'm not this isn't a political show you may not know that for no. any new listeners no this isn't a political show no it's really not a show where you, you're furnished with any ideas on a, in a detail or way. any facts or facts or any knowledge or knowledge or yeah it's not a balanced show either but anyway uh, general election great country's fucked how was your Easter did you celebrate the, uh, the resurrection of the Lord by looking for chocolate eggs yeah uh no, <laughs> I love no. I love chocolate eggs at Hunts because I feel like it's a way for parents to get rid of the kids for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. They just put one egg in the garden. You do realize as you get older that a, a lot of the games that are given to kids are, are to get them just fucking to fuck off. To fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's a great game where let's play dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's play is dead, and the first person to speak loses, and kids just buy it. They're so dumb. Yeah, I played hide They're and just... seek with some kids a couple of months ago, and honestly, the, I I honestly waited three minutes. I was like ten, nine, eight, and then I just sat in a chair and was like, "I'm coming. Where are you?" And was just sat in the chair like on Twitter. Yeah, just enjoying. The... And then like 
hidden going, oh, this is so exciting. Yeah. Can't fucking believe He's this. He's never going to find what me. a dumb adult. Under the bed. <laughs> yeah. He's never going to find me in the most <laughs> obvious place I could possibly be in. What else? All right, should we do the advert? Should we take a short break here? Yeah, all right. Should we take a short break? Sure. It, we'll see you in one hot minute. Welcome back to the show. Welcome, yeah. welcome back to the show. It's spring. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Stamens and stigmas. What's a stamen? A stamen is is a male part of a flower, Josh. And a stigma is a female part of the flower. Oh, you're suggesting sex. Yeah. People are having sex because it's springtime. Yeah. It's the spring, so everyone's um, horny. Yeah. I mean, is that... is that? Can you say that? What's Everyone's the, like... What's the medical word for that? Libido? Yeah, libidinous. Everyone is libidinous. Highly libidinous. Highly uh, libidinous. And uh, everyone's um, considering polyamory. Yeah. Um... I wonder what poly. Apparently, that's kind of you can actually say I'm polyamorous. Can you? Could you get away what with you that? Mean, apparently, you can say I'm polyamorous. Yes, of course you can yeah, say but, I'm polyamorous. But like, so you go on a date and you're like, "This is one thing you should know about me: I'm polyamorous." It just sounds like a very fancy word for saying you just want to have sex with everybody. Yeah, that's and exactly what it is. To nothing. Yeah, but is that a legitimate kind what, of thing well, you can no, say it, in our society? No, can you it means c- no. It means that you want to be able to come home at the end of the day and cuddle <laughs> someone you love. Yeah. And after, after uh, being at an audience. Can you not mock this? Sorry. You come home right. and you cuddle someone you love. <laughs> I'm not mocking right? it. Right? You, you put matching cardigans on, you go for a walk, you make souffle. Yeah. Have You can run each other a bath, yeah. candles. Mm-hmm. Someone needs some um, Olbus oil, you go out, you get it for them. But yeah. you can also just stick your dick in whoever's mouth you want. <laughs> and I, I don't think there's anything. Why are you laughing? No, I'm not. I'm just. I think it's just. You know, Why are you? I think. I just think it's a tr- it's a tricky thing to pull off. That's what I'm saying, mate. This, there's, <laughs> it's a tricky thing. You can get many people to help you pull off. I can tell you that. Yeah, when you're polyamorous. I, mean, I, I think it's a tricky thing. Polyamory. If you are pulling polyamory off, as it were, if you're actually storming it, please write into the show because I'd like to hear how you're doing it. It sounds to me like someone who gave a TED talk. <laughs> yeah. You know, who has bean bags yeah. in their meeting room was yeah. like, "We need a word. Yeah, we need a word for if you want to just fuck everyone, but you also come home and someone's bought yeah. ice cream." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I want to have my cake and eat my cake. Right. Okay. Which also, I don't understand why that's bad. Why is that phrase bad? What? Have your cake and eat it. Isn't that? Well, he's having his cake and eating it. Yep. That's, he's, he's got the cake. That's exactly what you're meant to do with a cake. 
Yeah. It's really what he's wearing his own shoes. Well, wow. he, he's got he's had his cake and he's put it in the fridge and is waiting for a reasonable time he's where got, it's acceptable to eat he it. He has got keys to his own house, hasn't he? Hasn't he? Oh, Darren there? Yeah. Got his keys to his own car, huh? No. Anyway, uh, every week you can write into the show, <laughs> EBP at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Any problems you might be having, write in and we will help you with them. Uh, it might Maybe it's a work-related problem, like... Work with a man named Ronald. Ronald. Ronald recently got divorced. Ronald's very depressed and won't shut up about it. And eventually it gets oppressive. So one day, Ronald, 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 please stop talking about your ex-wife. It's getting me down, getting me down, getting me down. Down, down. Ronald, 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 please stop talking about your ex-wife and how she took the dog and the car and the house. Ronald, 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 stop crying on all the stationery. Stop depressing me. Because you're bumming me out. There you go. Maybe it's a relationship problem, like... Go out with a girl called Sandra She's really eager on you But you're not quite so eager on her Eager Sandra She starts cranking it up a notch And taking you and treating you To lots of holidays which you like So you don't really mention the fact That you're feeling crowded And eventually you're on holiday In Ibiza in a crowded bar And she's like why don't we get married And you're like listen we're going too fast And then you'll leave the bar but you're stuck in Ibiza stuck with in Sandra. Ibiza. Stuck in Ibiza with Sandra. 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 Stuck in Ibiza. You go to Man Your Mission. Oh, you go to Man Your Mission. <laughs> and you watch a sex show. You watch a sex show, but you can't stop crying. Or maybe it's a sexual problem, like... You feel very self-conscious about how uneven your testes hang in your ballsack. <laughs> the very uneven ones very They are low. uneven. Well, they are uneven. Do you know why they're uneven? But if it's the differential, if you had an extreme differential... Do you actually know? Do you know the medical reason? Because you can cross your legs? Sorry. Do you know the medical reason why they're uneven? To allow you to cross your legs? No, because God likes comedy. Right. That's why. That's that's a good... Because when God made man, which he did, according to our Prime Minister, Theresa May, mm-hmm. he looked at the balls and right. went, well, that, that makes sense. He goes, but how about I do this and make it funny? Right. One, one droopy ball. Because I think the left is traditionally heavier. Traditionally. <laughs> the left is heavier than the right. Is that right? Which mm. one of yours hangs? It's not because one is heavier. Yeah. One is, one is traditionally bigger. Stop saying traditionally. It's a tradition. It's not a tradition. Like fish and chips on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a tradition. It's a cultural tradition. Yeah. That a ball should hang low. No, seriously, one is bigger than the other. I saw it on Graham Norton. <laughs> well, there you go. That's where I get all my facts from. All right, first letter. Yeah. A work problem. Like, hi, Josh and Tim. Big fan of the show. Thanks. One of my colleagues has just spotted my boss smoking a joint in her lunch break. <laughs> around the back of my offices what should I do 
I genuinely don't know what to do with this information. Outside of work, I regularly smoke, but I'd never do so at work. I work for a London-based PR agency. Oh, I feel like this person's bragging now. I work for, I work for a London-based PR agency. Yeah, it's going quite well. I'm on 60k a year, and <laughs> I can good. buy all the gag God. I want. Guys, it's going quite well. Yeah, guys, yeah. I don't want to brag. Guys. Like, I, I can just go to Topshop on my lunch break and just not even think about it. Yeah, do you think he just swans into a bar after work to meet all his broke mates, just wiping the sweat off his brow, going, whew, what a day. <laughs> Sorry, guys, it's going pretty well for me right now. I can buy rounds. I'll buy rounds. Pint, 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 pint Amstel, shot, shot, Amstel, shot, shot, shot. Buka, buka, buka. Buka, yeah, It's going quite up. well. I, listen, I work at a London-based PR agency. What's the big deal? I, got kinda, to, yeah, yeah. I have a home laptop and a work laptop. He it's does no big deal. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. He probably does this thing where, like, there's a pause in the conversation he'll just laugh to himself. It's probably a... <laughs> Is it, what was that? Oh, don't worry. It's just something that funny that happened today at work. Yeah, just... It's going quite well for me right now. Just, uh... <laughs> yeah. Are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. I just, you know, it's just... I'm just trying to figure out the best way to get on the housing ladder. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know how to say it. See, I'm such a bad adult. <laughs> I'm such a shit adult that I don't even know how to say the sentence. Yeah, you said housing my ladder. <laughs> what is it? Housing market? <laughs> housing ladder. Property ladder. The property ladder, yeah. Well, who invented that fucking... Like, it's a thing that you... Do you know what happens when you get to the top of a ladder? Does, do people know that you have to climb back down or you fall off? Right. Those are the only two options. Yeah. And it's called the property ladder. Yeah. So you're either going to get up there and fall off and die, or you're going to get up there and you're just going to have to come back down. Yeah. No one stays at the top of a ladder. <laughs> Makes no sense. Makes no sense, does it? I work for a London-based PR agency, so we're often logging in late hours and working to tight deadlines. Mm-hmm. What should I do? I genuinely don't know. Outside of work, I regularly smoke, but I'd never do so at work. Well, if you want to be a high climber in this company... Pass a duty on the left-hand side. Or just just get some like nice munchy food and just hang around. And just like she walk past, get a bit of the munchies. Just buy loads of Caramax and Snickers, and just have them on you. Yeah, any. <laughs> and big... then every now and again, you go, "Do you want a Snicker?" Oh fuck, you always. Oh, yeah, I really fancy one. Thanks so much. You know, any big idea you have, just wait till she's high. Yeah. And then when she comes back into the office, give her a Snickers. Yeah. And just go. You know what we should do? You know what we should would be a great campaign? Just people waving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You we'll, know, we'll go, we'll go up to her and say, "Listen, I really want to raise." Uh, after she's smoked. And just go, I'm not sure about that. And go, listen, if I give you this Snickers, will you give me a thousand pounds more? And she'll probably go for it. Yeah. I really fancy that fucking Snickers. I'll just say yes and think about the ramifications later. I mean, I don't think you do anything in this instance. Well, it says a lot about what a job is like in PR that you can be stunned (laughs) off your tits (laughs) and still be the boss of the company, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It'll be fine. Uh, Okay, what would I do? In all seriousness, I would. Fuck! It's actually t- that's actually quite a tough one. No, it isn't. You do nothing. It's simple. You do nothing. What are you meant to do? It's like as long as she's doing her work competently, and it's not she's not having massive mood swings and torturing her underlings, then it's absolutely fine, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's probably cheeky Smith. <laughs> I just say use it to get a raise. Just chum up to her. Get around your house for a smoke, mm. and get some preferential treatment in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nepotism works, as Donald Trump has proven. Yeah. Next letter. Insane parent. This one's quite long. Uh, Dear Josh and Tim, so I have a mother that's a bit nuts. Not innocent, quirky sort of nuts either. More like the kind that ruins families. About four years ago, she got a job working for an airline, divorced my stepdad, got, got knocked up by another guy, and then tried to move both her and I five hours away from our home. To live with the guy who I had met once for about five minutes walking through an airport. 
When I refused to move, she went ahead and moved without me and left me to live with my grandparents. Even though she ditched me, I did something so little. Oh, even though she ditched me, if I did something so little as go see a movie at the theatre without getting her permission, first there would be a lot of screaming on the end of things, on her end of things. Mm. Now I'm about to go to college and have some drama, brackets, the drama being that she through a fit which included yelling and crying about what a horrible son I am, close brackets, I decided to attend college where I currently live instead of moving to where she lives to attend college. Uh, All of that, she still expects me to go live with her for the entire summer before I start school, mostly to babysit her kids. Her new baby's due at the end of the month. And while I love my new sister, and I'll probably love my new baby brother when he's born, how do you think I should tell her I'm going to stay where I currently live for the summer? P.S. My sister was born... P.S. The day my sister was born, I happened to be wearing a Kenneth t-shirt, and all of my family photos holding my newborn sister. I'm advertising your band. Well, thanks. It's pretty heavy. I've been through heavy family stuff like that, and, yeah, some pretty fucking dark shit uh, with close family. And I know it sounds like it's not really going to help, but time kind of does make things better. If you've just come out of a divorce... No one's headspace. They say it takes a month for every year that you're married to get over that person. Mm. So if you're married for 20 years, it's 20 months. Right. To get over that marriage. Right. And to sort yourself out. And I think there's some logic and truth to that, even though it's a complete estimate. But like, yeah, just, yeah, if she's, you know, if she's married to an asshole, that, that sucks. But she's still going to be, she's always going to be a mum. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't, if it gets to the point where you just can't be around her, mm. you'll know when that comes. But equally, mm, if it's been a fresh wound, if it's a new divorce and a new thing, um, then give it some time because things will settle. But if they don't and you just can't be around that person, then, you know, maybe don't only see them maybe it's just you know christmas and holidays mm. you know it sounds to me that your mum is not a happy person in the sense that she has got divorced from her st- from your stepdad and then got so she's gone through a fair few guys she's had kids through various from s- several men i guess and then uh, so she sounds like she's constantly looking for a solution she's restless um, and she's instead of facing up to it, she's projecting her unhappiness onto you. Yeah. So I think that it's a good idea not to go and be her babysitter because that's her life choice. She should take responsibility for her own childcare. Yeah. You should be a kid, and you should go and do your own thing in the summer. The movie thing sounds like she just wanted to get you into her life. However, and this was a way to do it. Yeah. You know. So if you're tr- going to see a movie and you don't get permission and she freaks out, she's not freaking out. Because she's crazy, she's freaking out because it's an excuse to kind of see you in a way. Yeah, and to and to, you know, I've been there, man. I've been in family situations where other people bear the brunt of someone else's emotions just because they're present. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're just in the room or you're in the house or you live with that person who's not going through good shit, they will take it out on you just because you're there, and it's it's an outlet, and it's not good on those people. It's fucking horrible. Mm. Um, but hopefully when she gets happier she'll stop doing that 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably wants also to have some kind of stake in your life, even though you're separate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest, she needs to take responsibility for the fact that she's made certain life decisions and you need consistency in terms of how you're growing up. And maybe emotionally that your impulse was to stay with your grandparents because you wanted that more stability, Yeah, um, which is perfectly healthy and reasonable. So unfortunately, you're, you, you know, your mum sounds like she's restless and has things to deal with. And, you know, you're just going to have to hang in there and, and know that your instincts are correct basically yeah. and kind of look for that consistency and actually just be happy be a kid and yeah and go to the college man that's don't pay any attention but also the summer is the yeah go to that college and he wants to spend the summer or oh, sorry is it he or she man or he so he yeah he he wants to spend that summer as well like in the build up just doing his own thing which I think is fine yeah just keep the lines of communication open with your mum I think yeah stay where you want to be for the summer man you've got you've got to have a you know you need to have a good summer and it's there is no way to balance it you know Uh, if you go and look after her it's going to be a shit time and if you stay and have a good summer, you're going to have that feeling of guilt in the back of your mind. And literally, in that circumstance, there is no way that you can please everyone. Mm. You know, there's no way that you're going to make yourself feel happy or have a good time and not feel that. So you just have to do whichever one you feel is, like, best for you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you've got to be a bit selfish, Mm -hmm. you know? In order to be generous. Exactly. There you go. Yep. End on a general ambiguous phrase. <laughs> but okay. good luck. Last letter. Dear EBP, my ex-boyfriend is engaged, but a few nights ago we met in a bar and ended up... Fucking? Having sex. Right. No one knows, and it was a one-off shot. Oh, sorry. No one knows, <laughs> and it was a one-shot deal. Slash right. on-off. What does that mean? A one-off. No one knows, and it was a one-shot deal slash one-off. I'm actually invited to his wedding as one of his guests, as we are still friends. It sounds like it. Uh, should I go to the wedding or leave it? I literally don't know which to do, lol. <laughs> well, it sounds like he's not. He's freaking out about getting married. <laughs> if he's fucking his ex. I think that's unfortunate, isn't it? Um... Maybe he just wanted one more night of freedom. Maybe. I mean, he did betray... His fiance, his fianced. Um, um, I know it sounds quite an extreme word, but it's true, didn't she? He betrayed he her. He betrayed her. He, yeah. Um, I he, think I, I understand. I don't know, man. Just I don't. Should, should she go? What do you think? Why don't you ask his fiance? <laughs> Just say, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, Sarah. Right. Hey, Chantel. Chantel. <laughs> hey, Chantel. Listen, yeah. I need to ask you a question. I am. Unsure whether to come to the wedding. Huh? Oh, no, 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 no. I want to come. I want to come. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, you know, I'm happy with the hotel. I, I, I'm, I'm really happy that I get to spend three nights in a spa hotel. <laughs> yeah. That's actually yeah. not a problem. And huh? what did I, oh, what did I buy you? What did I buy you? Oh, After. yeah. I saw the wedding list. Saw the John Lewis wedding list. And I, I mean, I might get you the toaster or I might just think, go fuck yourselves. I'm not buying you something. Yeah. But uh, that's not why I'm calling. Uh, that's not why I'm calling. The table. Oh, yeah, no, I'm happy to sit with um, all those awful people at the yeah, table yeah. of the wedding. And what do I want? The shit chicken or the shit vegetarian volivant? Uh, either's fine. Either's fine. Um, oh, Michael Buble um, karaoke act as the wedding band. That sounds fun. 
That's fantastic. And he's oh, he's Jewish, so he wears a yarmulke. <laughs> you can call him Michael Jublé. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. Sorry, inappropriate. Sorry. Listen, I was calling because I wanted to ask you: Can I come to the wedding? Given that I fucked your fiance <laughs> four nights ago. <laughs> Just missionary. I mean, you, we both know he's really into from behind. Right. Yeah. So uh, obviously that. <laughs> <laughs> the position where he doesn't have to look you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Um it says a lot about him, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> shit, what would I do? Just go. Fuck just, it. Just go and just pretend it didn't happen. Life is complicated. Yeah. And it's not as simple as you know, he might stay faithful to her forever. Yeah. And it's not your duty to stop her or him. You know, maybe she cheats on him. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. how wounded right. am I? Maybe it's her fault. Maybe, <laughs> maybe everyone's seeing on everyone. Yeah, um, I would just at, at this stage, you don't want to arouse suspicion. So if you feel comfortable going, just go. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of game set and match for their relationship, and they're about to take a x amount of money bath in celebrating their love for each other when he fucked you last week. But equally, maybe he needed one more thing. Sometimes guys do that. That's what well, the stag do's for, I mean, right? he shouldn't get married, should no, he? No, but don't people have sex with prostitutes in alleyways on stag do's? Why in alleyways specifically? Because, you know... <laughs> I think, yeah, I think doomed marriages do start that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I think, it, it, as is tradition, before every doomed marriage, the, <laughs> the groom fucks a prostitute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. So don't marry, yeah, maybe they shouldn't get married, but it's kind of not your business, it's up to him, really. Um, you're not his keeper, to be honest. But yeah, I would probably just go. I mean, you shouldn't have fucked him, really, because he's engaged. Yeah. I'd... I mean, not to be too judgy, but you should probably have not done that. Uh, all right, that's it for the show. Right. And uh, any problems, write in next week, ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and join us next week for more nothing. Go on uh, iTunes if you want to... Leave a review. Go on iTunes, leave a review. Mm. You know? Do it. Do it. Uh, We'll see you next week, and here's some music. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns